92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain to me. I'm no, not you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Pizza we have tonight. Uh, I, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Malik Kareem Washington. Among the more unique predators I've caught. Yes, he was disturbing, like so many others, like all of them, really. A 27-year-old who was trying to connect with a 12-year-old girl for sex. He stands out, though, for a lot of different reasons. One, if you'll remember, he wore a SpongeBob SquarePants jacket to the Stinghouse. And two, he had the audacity, after he was busted, after I revealed who I was and what I was doing, and what was going to happen to him, he had the audacity to ask me a question that I've only heard one other time in 18 years of doing predator investigations. I'll get to that in just a little bit. Malik, as I mentioned, was 27, and he was in a chat room using the screen name Loverboy212. Probably should have used Malik the Freak, but that's not what happened. Although that's a good name for him. I think that'll stick, probably. Anyway, Malik surfaced during our predator investigation on the Jersey Shore. We were in Manilokan, New Jersey, a big 6,000-square-foot home, which we leased. It was owned by the family of Casey Morrow who was our decoy, our on-site decoy in that investigation. 
and continued to be our decoy after that. We keep in touch. She's been a guest on this show. She was wonderful. And when we asked one of the owners of the home, her father, if he knew anyone who was of age but looked younger, who might be a theater student or a performer, he said, yeah, my daughter. And so we signed Casey up as part of the deal to lease the house. Among the more fortuitous things that happened logistically in all of the predatory investigations, Casey was great. She is great. So the decoys are working for perverted justice in the chat rooms. And here comes Loverboy212. Hi. Hi, says Princess Paris. How you doing? ASL, he asks. I'm okay. And you? 12. Female. New Jersey. I'm 19. Male. New York, he responds. Are you really 12? Hi, my name's Paris. And you? Uh, yeah, I am Durer, she says about the age. Malik, he says. And why are you up, he asks, at 11.28 p.m. on one March night in 2007. Because I can't sleep, Durer. Are you really 19? And why are you up so late? Because I can't sleep. Yes, I'm 19. Well, that's lie number one of many. And this becomes significant when you hear the line of questioning I have for Malik. Nationality, she asks. Black, white, in Puerto Rican. You, white. Pick, he wants to know. Yes, I got picks. And you, can I see? So this is just seconds into the conversation. He wants to see pics of a 12-year-old girl. There's more talk about nationality. What each of them is doing at that moment. Right away, he acts a little suspicious. I hope you're not a cop. Trying to put me in jail. LOL, oh no. I hope you're not one either. Are you, he asks. Uh, no. Okay. You could be my girlfriend if you want, LOL, he says, if you're not a cop. Uh, um, I'm not a cop, okay? If you're then, whatever. No, I'm not a cop, he says. That's for sure. Are you sure, she asks, because you talk about cops a lot. I'm not, he says. So you my girl, okay? Right away, he's taken this person who he thinks is a 12-year-old girl is trying to make her his girl. It's the beginning of this particular predator's grooming process. I like your personality, he says. How does he even know? They've been chatting for a matter of minutes at this point. So you want to be mine? Okay, she says. What part of Jersey from Central, she says. Okay. I'm your first boyfriend, he asks. Uh, no. I'm your second uh, I guess. LOL. You're like my seventh girlfriend. LOL. How far you went with a guy? Just making out. Oh. How old was he? 16. Wow, you like older guys, huh? Yeah, guys my age are gay and only like games and sports. You're the youngest girl I ever have, he says. So, Paris, 
Got a cell? Uh, no. He says he goes to NYU and that he's a freshman major in biology. She says, sweet. Yes. That's why I'm happy you're my girl, he says. I wish I could hear the sound of my babe's voice. LOL, maybe tomorrow or something, she says. I hope it's tonight. For me, please, LOL. He asks what her favorite TV show is, if you have one. She dismisses herself, but the conversation will continue. How you doing? I gave you my number. Did you write it down? Wifey? Wifey? You did? When? Wifey? Question mark, she asks. You my girl. Did you change your mind? No, she says. Okay. How was school? Okay, and you? It was good. Cool. He talks about how a girl cursed him out. He said he was sleeping, presumably in class. Again, likely a lie. We never saw anything that indicated he was an NYU student, and he certainly wasn't 19. He was actually 27. Although, he wasn't very good at math, as you'll hear shortly. He's pushing her to call him more often. I want to be with you, hang out, fuck you, and all. Hold you in my arms, okay? Oh, yeah, she says. Yeah, you understand me? You are 100% mine, okay? Here's my number, call me sometime. You are mine. Don't cheat on me. Okay, can I trust you? Are you there? Jeez, who falls for this? I mean, I guess I know the answer to that, but... Where does a guy's mind come from that he thinks this is okay? That he can try to practice some sort of mind control over someone he thinks is 12 years old? 12. 12. Seventh or eighth grade. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Back talking about where she lives. She asks about him. Brooklyn, he says which is one of the only true things he says in this chat that goes over three days or so. Call me now, he says. People keep calling, dang it, she says. I will tell you. You don't have to, just a question. Call me now, he says. I will tell you real quick before my boss gets back. So he's at work, wherever that is. He says he works at GameStop in Manhattan. Says he's assistant manager. Hmm. Since I'm your man, we can have fun. L-O-L-K, she says. Make out. Fuck. Go to the movies when you want to do that. L-O-L, cool. Are you ready for the sex part? We should wait. Okay, I'm going to call you. Be right back. Okay. Hi. Hi. I like your voice, he says after the call. Thanks, I like yours too. You're welcome. You did hear me. I know you want to chill. If you want to go to the movies, what kind of movies you like, he asks. Anything, really. She has to excuse herself again. He says it's okay. Then he says, yes, I play with myself once in a while, but a girl is better. He sends her some sexually suggestive pictures. I will do it with you, he says. And then asks, so what you going to do for me? Do it along with you. He's trying to talk her into phone sex at this point. So you're going to do it for me? 
Oh, lucky you. Yes, I am, he says, because I have you. Are you going to answer my question, babe? He asks. LOL, thanks. Is it going to be your first time playing with yourself? Do you know how to do it? Not really, she says. I could tell you how on the phone. Yeah. She says, I can't. My mom's here. Now, this is where the decoy from perverted justice tries to figure out whether or not this is somebody who just wants to get off with a illicit phone conversation or chat with someone who says they're 12 years old or if they really are intent on closing the deal and traveling. Well, make no mistake, Malik Washington was a traveler. We'll get to that in a minute. Do you have a nice booty? Yeah. Ghetto butt, he wants to know. I could feel it and squeeze, lol, kind of like bubble butt, lol. I could squeeze it and feel it. You all mine, he says. What is your chest size? 32B, she says. Wow, you pig for a 12-year-old. Again, acknowledging that he's chatting with a 12-year-old girl. Because I wear a 32B don't mean it fit me, she says. LOL. What do you really wear? I like it because it makes me look bigger. I ain't that big. Size A. Oh, he says. I want to pop your cherry very bad, he says. I can't wait to see you, but I'm also scared to do it. Why? Well, my dick is long, he says. I'm not sure you could handle it. It's nine inches long. I will be easy, though, okay? Are you a blonde? Are you there? Do you really think it will be a problem? She asks. We will see, he says. Then she asks, did you have a problem with your girlfriends? First one, yes. Second one, no. What did you do? I was doing it slow, he says. It better that way, she said. You want me to show you? Then he talks about... With his other girlfriend, they would take breaks and she would perform oral sex with him in between intercourse. Oh, she says, I will show you everything, okay? I will show you how to do it. Everything, and I'm going to give you anal. What, she says? Because you got a nice ass, he says. That my dick up your butt. Wow, that's a very clever explanation. I will explain when you call me in the morning. I don't know. I heard that's supposed to really hurt, she says. I will take care of you, baby. You my wifey. I won't hurt you. I will do anything you want, okay? Okay, she says. Just like you will do for me. There's more talk about logistics. Money. He says he has to go to the bank to get some money so he can make the trip from New York, presumably Brooklyn, all the way out to Manilokan, New Jersey, where the Stinghouse is. I will take care of you, he says, Kay. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Some inane talk about hobbies and things like that. And then he's going to try to figure out the best way to get out there. He's trying to get a hold of a car, but he can't. So, how does one predator get from Brooklyn, New York to Manaloka, New Jersey? The train, of course. And one very long walk. You're never really sure in these investigations whether or not the guy is going to show up. Anything can happen along the way. Oftentimes, predators tell us that they 
almost turned back. They wondered if it was a sting. They wondered if this was just incredibly wrong, morally, ethically, legally. But he shows up. So remember, in New Jersey, this beautiful home was on the beach, on the Atlantic Ocean. And we wanted to do something a little different from the standard confrontation in the kitchen. So we also, I mean, we did that in this investigation. But we also had a set, if you will, put together on the beach. We had a couple of lounge chairs, so the guy could actually drive up, or in this case... Malik walked up, and there's a fence, little street in between the properties. And he could walk up in the decoy, Casey was there, to welcome him. And the guy would walk over and sit down in the beach chair across from Casey. And these conversations that took place out there were very, very telling. And what you see is the grooming process in real time on camera, you hear the predator and you see his facial expressions and it's very, very telling. It's enlightening. It shows how these guys work. And Casey was so good at keeping her act together, being calm and collected and asking, you know, an open-ended question that in many cases elicited a very telling response. Let's take a listen to what happened when Malik shows up. And just so you know, Malik had to walk about two and a half, almost three miles from the train station to the Stinghouse. And he gets confused and turned around. He passes it once or twice before he finally gets there. Hey! I'm glad you made it! He's 27-year-old Malik Washington. He thinks our decoy is the 12-year-old he's been chatting with online. How was your walk? Yeah, come on in. Casey asks about his walk. He says it was all right. Now, Malik also has a shoulder bag, which contains a computer on which he's got pornography. He's going to share this with the 12-year-old girl. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Now they're sitting in the beach chairs. He's leaning forward, wearing his SpongeBob jacket and very baggy, khaki-colored pants. Casey wants him to explain how this is all going to work with the porn and what they're going to do exactly sexually. Did you bring the porn for the laptop or...? Yes, you? you brought it? Okay. All right, well then, can you, like, explain to me, like, what you think we're going to do? First, I was going to get to know you. I wasn't in a rush to have sex yet. I'll let you in a rush. I just want to know beforehand, you know? That's right. He says he wasn't in a rush to have sex. He wanted to get to know the 12-year-old girl first. Unless, of course, she's in a rush. Now, he doesn't strike me as the brightest guy in the world. But he sure presents a danger. 27. Sitting there talking to a girl on the beach. Who he thinks is 12. And then he says, well, it'd be easier 
if you ask me direct questions. So here he is about to rape a child and he wants her to make it easier for him to explain how he's going to commit this crime. Ask a question, it'll be easy. Um, What's it called? What should we do first? Yeah. Well, if you say you want to take breaks and during the base, you want to give me I should teach you that first. Okay. If, if you want, it's up to you. He says they can take breaks between intercourse and anal sex where the girl would perform oral sex on him. He uses a more graphic term. At this point, it's time for me to walk out onto the beach. Now, there's a bit of a distance between the house and where the two beach chairs are set up. Ronnie Knight, my security guy, is with me. And we don't let this go on too long because it's it's logistically difficult to balance between, you know, having him show intent. As I mentioned before, these conversations with the onside decoys are so enlightening, albeit disturbing. But you don't want to create a situation where the decoy could be put in jeopardy in any way. So I come out and he doesn't seem like an aggressive guy, but we don't really know what he's got in that shoulder pouch. We don't know what he's got hidden under his SpongeBob square pants coat jacket. I ask him how he's doing. He says he's okay. That's going to change very quickly here. How you doing? Hello. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. What's going on? I'm good. You're good? Uh Uh-huh. What were you planning on doing uh, this evening? Oh, nothing much. Just hang out. He says he's just going to hang out, as you heard. Now it's, you know, kind of chilly on the beach. It's March. I'm wearing a sweater. Malik has his... SpongeBob jacket on. And I ask him what his plan is. He says, just hang out. Then I ask him his age, and this is the part where Malik has difficulty. If he wants me to think, or the decoy to think, that he's a freshman biology major at NYU, he must have skipped math. Listen to what he says about his age. And how old are you? Me, I'm 17. What year were you born? Um, 85, I think. 85, I think. 85. But we find out later that he was really born in 1979. That makes him 27, not 19. It would be an easy math problem for most people to do, but most people don't have to do it facing me and the possibility of being arrested for raping a child. I don't know. Oh, okay. I already know a lot of stuff, actually. Because I didn't want to get in trouble, that's why. You didn't want to get her in trouble. (laughs) When I confront him with him being 27, he laughs it off like this is no big deal. Says he didn't want to get in trouble. He didn't want to get her in trouble. What about getting you in trouble? Oh, that too. That too. (laughs) You knew this girl was how old? I think 12 or 13. 12. And he admits he thought the girl was 12. Why did you think it was okay to visit a 12-year-old girl at your age? Uh, first of all, I like to travel, and then she like wants to travel. To, I like to travel, plus she wants to hang out, so I don't mind. Now he's trying to make it sound like he's the one who's being put out here. He traveled, but he says he likes to travel. Like this is some sort of imposition on him. He wasn't going to do anything, though. 
I then confront him with some of the graphic lines from his chat. I wasn't planning on doing anything with her. You say things online like, and I'm going to give you anal, because you got a nice ass. Those are your words, right? You ask her, when are you ready for me to hop that chair? I assume that means taking her virginity. All right. Is that true? All right, so you asked me all these questions. Who are you? I'll get to that in a minute. He gets impatient. He wants to know who I am. Oh, you gonna arrest me because... I really tell you the truth, I was not gonna do anything with her. Like You sat out here for a good 10 minutes and you had the opportunity to tell her face to face that you really didn't want to do anything. And that's not what you said, is it, Malik? Yes, I did. I said, no, you didn't. You no. said we can start first uh, by talking before we have sex. No, you told I, her that you brought the porn. Cause like, I'm not, I ain't came out here to rape or kill her or anything. I'm not a bad person. I didn't come out here to rape her or kill her. I'm not a bad person. Well, maybe not kill her, but sex with a 12 year old girl is rape. Well, you know what? But having sex with a 12 year old, even if she says yes, is considered rape because a 12 year old oh, right. by the law cannot consent to having sex. Do you get that? Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. A 27-year-old didn't know it was illegal to have sex with a 12-year-old girl. Then I ask him if he watches television. At this point in the Predator investigations, we would get, and in fact, in this particular investigation, we found guys who had seen the previous episodes of our show. Now, clearly, based upon his wardrobe, Malik watched SpongeBob SquarePants. But he didn't seem to be hip to to catch a predator. You ever watch TV? So, sometimes barely. You ever hear about that show to catch a predator? Well, I, I wasn't trying to be a predator, but that's yeah. not what your transcript uh, would. I'm Chris Hansen right. with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet kids for sex online. If there's anything else you'd like to tell us, we'd like to hear it. Out of all the things he could have said, I'm sorry, I'm innocent, I deserve punishment, I'm sick, I need help. What does Malik Washington say to me? Well, one thing, um, could I go home? Walk right off this beach. One thing, um, can I go home? Can I go home? The camera crews come out. He knows he's going to be on television. He's processing all of it still sitting in the beach chair. I'm now standing. And it seems to me, looking back, that he was more worried about how he was going to get back to the train station, get back home, than he was about being charged criminally with using the computer to try to have sex with a child. Leave the beach. Can you give me a ride home? Because I don't want to I walk back. Right, I had to walk back. Well, that's up to you. I, I, I'm not in a position to give you a ride back. Can you, there's any way you can give me a cab? I'm not going to be able to do that. That's right. He asks me if I can give him a ride home. Can you imagine? And then when I tell him, no, I'm not in a position to do that, he asks me to call him a cab. A cab. Sure, Malik, I'll just call you a cab. Well, there's good news and bad news for Malik. He is going to be getting a ride. 
but it's going to be from the law enforcement of Ocean County, New Jersey. Get down! Get down! Get down! Get down! Get down! Get down, get down, get down. down. Stop resisting. Stop Don't resist. resist. Don't resist. Malik is taken away, arrested, charged, and prosecuted. He did plead guilty. And I'm a little surprised, actually, at how light his sentence was. He got probation. He had to seek treatment. And this is not unusual in this case, in this particular New Jersey investigation. And he is today 43 years old and still, as far as we can tell, living in the New York area. Now, he was sentenced to lifetime registration as a sex offender, but New York only lists on the registry medium or high-risk sex offenders. So we have to assume from that that Malik Washington was considered a low-risk sex offender. I can find no other serious contact with the law. We do not think he graduated from NYU in biology. And we don't know if he continued to work at GameStop, as he said, or if he invested wisely like some people that made a lot of money from that deal. I tried to reach out to Malik Washington, now 43, as I mentioned. I was able to come up with a couple of different numbers. I left word that I'd like to speak with him. I will let you know if he gets back to me. As you know, I like to hear from you. And I've actually been quite overwhelmed with your response in terms of recording an audio question for this podcast. This week's question comes from Lewis in Tempe, Arizona. Hello, Chris. Lewis from Tempe AZ here again. Your investigation surrounding Sean O'Brien has generated a bit of controversy. He's hardly the youngest predator you've caught, but he seems to be the one that your fans seem to have a great deal of sympathy for. A lot of the controversy stems from the fact that he was 18 and the girl he was looking to hook up with was 15. Most who defend him will say that what he was doing wasn't so bad and that it's no different from a high school senior dating a freshman. And that would be true, but the simple fact is this wasn't a high school relationship and this wasn't someone he was looking to date. This was a girl that he was looking to have sex with. If nothing, the scandal around O'Brien has generated something of a double standard within the community. How do you feel about this? That is an excellent question and one I've dealt with on social media more than a few times. O'Brien was arrested after surfacing in a predator investigation more than a year ago where we embedded with the Genesee County, Michigan Sheriff's Department. O'Brien was young on the predator scale, there's no question. But if you look at his chat, which we did and the story we did for the YouTube channel, have a seat with Chris Hansen, you'll see it was graphic. And again, this was not a Romeo Juliet situation. Yes, he was only 18 or 19, and the profile of the decoy was 15. But there's some other things you need to know about O'Brien. One, he told authorities that he was a babysitter. Two, he talked about using 
things like a butt plug for sexual gratification. He was using one during his arrest, actually. Had one in him or on him, however you say it, when he showed up to meet the girl. There was no issue with a pre-existing relationship here. He came for an underage girl and most important, I think, in this, what is the difference between the damage an 18-year-old could cause to an underage girl or boy and a 28 or 38 or 48-year-old? Now, you could argue that somebody older would have a better sense of judgment and a better formed cortex mind to make better decisions. But that's where the criminal justice system comes in. In O'Brien's case, he pleaded guilty or pleaded no contest in a way that he would not have this on his record forever. And unlike the other predators caught in that investigation, the prison guard and some of the others who faced up to two years or who are going to prison for up to two years, O'Brien will get treatment, enter into a program, hopefully get his life together. And if he never offends again, he will have this erased from his record. So yeah, he gets a pass. You can debate as to whether or not he should have been in the story, but I think it's more important to ask the question why he chose to be there in the first place. I think we handled it fairly and properly. So there were some other things that happened in the past couple of weeks. I think I mentioned last week that we were down in Florida, Polk County, Florida. My true blue team and I were working on a predator investigation there. 13 men were arrested. Eight actually showed up at the sting locations and I interviewed all eight of them. The sheriff in Polk County is Grady Judd. He's been the sheriff down there for a number of years since I believe 2004. When I was a young reporter in Tampa, Florida, nearby, he was a lieutenant and we got to know each other back then. He had a barricaded situation and I, as I recall, the fellow who was barricaded asked for me and I showed up and assisted and peaceful end to that situation. Later, I had the opportunity to work with then-Lieutenant Judd in an investigation into people selling babies, believe it or not. It's a very compelling investigation. And now, all these years later, we were embedded, working with the Polk County Sheriff's Department, very professional, catching men soliciting sex from children. Sheriff Judd had a news conference recently and talked about one of the guys who didn't want to talk to investigators, but he sure talked to me. Man, it was just like a Chris Hansen deal. Surprise, it was a Chris Hansen kind of deal. And then when he saw Chris Hansen, he was a fanboy. He thought, oh my gosh, Chris Hansen. It's nice that he confessed. 
we appreciate him talking to Chris. That's right. This particular predator in his chat asked the decoy, is this a Chris Hansen type of deal? The decoy said, who's that? And he showed up. And I have to tell you, and you'll see all this when we premiere True Blue on Thanksgiving Day. It was an eerie, weird interview. He got into all the detail of his life, why he did what he did, his fantasies. I almost felt like I was in a scene from Silence of the Lambs. Anyway, that's coming out very soon. True Blue, my new crime streaming network. You can look for details very soon at watchtrueblue.com. You can also find me on YouTube. Have a seat with Chris Hansen. We've got a couple of new shows there, collaborations with Westmost. Instagram official Chris Hansen, at Chris Hansen on Twitter, all over Facebook and TikTok now. Have a seat with Chris Hansen. And of course, on Cameo. We'll see you very soon. Talk to you even sooner. You can always reach me at chris at predatorpodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening.